0: What's up, and welcome to another episode of Hot Takes and Pancakes. I'm Dan Bauer, and with me, as always, is Matt Sta- the Matt Stafford to my Tyler Higby, Ron Capalbo. What's up, Ronnie?
1: So I'm Matt Stafford, and you're Tyler Higby? Yeah,
0: the tight end, the white tight end.
1: No, I, I, know, I know who he is. I'm just surprised you went with Tyler Higby.
0: Who should I have got? I'm not Cooper Cup, I'll tell you that
1: much. I mean in in general like as far as their effectiveness do i have the hands of cooper cup i do <laughs> yeah see <laughs> so maybe i should have gone with cooper cup that's uh, right. i liked where you're going with it though and it's matthew stafford he doesn't go by matt
0: i know i need to be better at that like I, i'll have <laughs> to go back and listen did we say pat mahomes ever or is it because i know that that's one. Okay. i don't think he cares that much about that i know his mom he does
1: oh she is well, like, we don't want to pick, piss off Mrs. Mahomes.
0: No, yeah, it is Patrick. Like, <laughs> that's who he is. Oh, wow, it's crazy. Let's go
1: Patty Mahomes and Maddie Stafford.
0: Yeah. What's so, up, buddy? I don't know, man. Just, just hanging, you know,
1: excited for the Super Bowl this weekend.
0: Are you – I was thinking about this. Mm-hmm. As weird as this season was, it'll be like this last week to not have football on a Sunday – was weird and I don't know if I noticed that more because I'm sitting in Nebraska or not like I never remember having that thought before like damn football is going to be done for like six months
1: I don't think it's just you sitting in
0: Nebraska I think it has to do with like the world we're all in
1: quarantine
0: the world point is being is like, yeah if I would be sitting in LA regardless because it's like yeah. been nice to have you know, an afternoon ready to watch sports if I want to. It's not even like I did every week, but like the option was there. The comfortability was there. For the last 11 months,
1: there's been nothing to look forward to. <laughs> like, yeah. And as you, stoked like, as I
0: am for the Super Bowl, I also know that that means no football till fucking September.
1: No, nah, it's bittersweet, man. I mean, hopefully we, we get some good news with these vaccines that are rolling out and things start to feel a little bit more normal. And I don't know, basketball. I'm still bummed that. I mean, for me, basketball season, like the regular season, does have the same effect as the football season has on me. But once basketball playoffs kick
0: in, I love basketball playoffs probably more than I like football playoffs at this point yeah. in time. Basketball playoffs are dope. I will say that, and this is in one of the reasons I wanted to do it. I don't, you're this is your first time doing it. Is the basketball fantasy league helping you at all? If interest no. wise, no, no, not, not at all. I not check box same. scores. Every night,
1: dude. I log in every like four or five days to make sure that I set my lineup. Yeah. And that's it. That's how I, like. I just it's real easy. I I rarely ever have to make like decisions. No, like it's usually like
0: who's not. Yep. That's it. Stupid fucking dumbass Tony keeps telling me how hard it is. And I was like, I text him on Sunday. I was like, hey dude, I set my lineups for the entire week. It took me five minutes.
1: Yeah. And the problem I have with it is like, I don't know enough on who to pick up and who to drop. And I'm like, I don't get the like trends of it yet. And like, who's high. Cause to me, like basketball. So like someone that, you know, was on the waiver wire could all of a sudden be putting up like 25 or 30, like two games
0: in a row. And you're like, Oh
1: shit, I'm going to take him. And then they're nothing.
0: So So it's like Norman Powell has been for me. Like I was like, he's hot, but granted the difference that you and I could say, if we were to have Tim on here and, or Tony and, or really anyone else in the league for that matter, other than Josh is we're pretty, our teams are pretty fucking good. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I'm the only undefeated team left. You're five and one, I believe. Yeah. But also like,
1: I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, I, I feel like I, I had more strategy in football and baseball to where like, I felt like I was making an impact. And right now it's just like, I hope I drafted a good team.
0: But yeah, you mentioned for baseball. Sure. And before I forget, I wanted to bring up the Nolan Arenado trade. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And so I wanted to bring up a few quick things because obviously it's big news a little bit more in my life because I have a ton of Rockies fans. Sure. The Rockies, I would always say, is my second favorite team in baseball. I don't know what that means – Because as you've seen the last five or six years, I just don't follow baseball anymore.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, the odds that the Rockies and the Reds are both going to be playing a meaningful game against each other are very slim. (laughs) Um, The only reason there's a shot is because they're in the same league, but I don't think the two of them have been good enough to make the playoffs together in 47 years. So Correct.
0: So here's, uh, I'll bring it from my perspective, then you can counter with yours. I see the Rockies who are a small market team, that have been backed into a corner to get rid of this generational player because he wants out that happens in sports. Mm -hmm. What I don't get then is this, you got a guy who's still South of 30 has won eight straight gold gloves and they traded him for four minor leaguers, I believe. And then they also offered not offered are going to pay St. Louis $50 million. Yeah. So I text Tony, Tony texts me when it happened. And I was, he, because he follows sports cards so much, he knows a lot of minor league players and knows if they're legit or not. And I was like, all right, cool. When it happens, you can tell me what minor leaguers the Rockies can look forward to. And from what I understand, they're all like low level prospects. And Mm -hmm. so then the Rockies are basically getting rid of this dude who was homegrown and is Mm -hmm. fucking insane for guys. They don't see moving the needle at all. And then are also like, Hey, we'll give you $50 million to help offset this deal. That's Mm -hmm. fucking insane. And so then Mm -hmm. I go back and think of all the other kind of big trades that have been happening and really outside of Mookie superstars are being moved in baseball for not much in return. Yeah. John Carlos Stanton was one where like, You know, Mookie, the fact that they got like, what was the guy's name? Alex Verdugo and a few other players back is wild. So I guess my question to you is, is like, what, what is happening Mm -hmm. and why did the Rockies make that trade?
1: So I think we're, we're in a sport where, and I think you'd see this in other sports. If there was no salary cap in those sports, because what's happening in baseball is that with it being an open market where you can offer a guy fucking A billion dollars if you want to. These small market teams, you know, you look at them signing him to that deal, and it was because they had just made the playoffs and they're hoping that they take that momentum and run with it. And they weren't able to. And so that money that they're paying is it's almost like paying, you know, it's it was almost like, you know, buying a house right before the market crash and then sitting there paying all this money for a property that has no value. And while, you know, he's obviously a generational talent, they looked at their team and they don't see their team going anywhere for three or four years. So he
0: obviously (laughs) didn't either.
1: Yeah, no, it's wasted money. And I think the only thing that I look at is it's baffling to me that they couldn't find a better deal than that. But beside that point, there's just been this kind of, Notion in the past couple of years in baseball where, you know, your star hitters are, are great and they are phenomenal, but the difference between them and then a guy just underneath them is not that big of a difference. And it's why a lot of these guys had to hold out for so long. And like why the Bryce Harper's, you know, and the Nolan Arenados, and, you know, the Mike Trouts, like made a ton of money, but they had to do it on their star power not just on their ability because you see like what the Dodgers did where it seems like every guy they bring up is someone that can help them win a world series and it's like a lot of teams are bringing kids up from the minors that are just fucking amazing and so with baseball too you've you've got a sport where if a Pitcher knows how to pitch to you. They have the advantage. Like the pitcher has the advantage in the sport, and so there are very few transcendent players. But what's the worth to that? Even when there's minor league guys coming up that you can, you know, pay little to no money to that can get the job done for a year, and then you can recycle those guys. And especially if you're a small market team, if you sit there on that Arenado deal for however long that deal was, and don't do anything with it, I mean, that fucks your that handcuffs your franchise for like another seven eight years.
0: And it's so tricky because, like, you know, over the past decade, 15 years, the Rockies have done okay with having, you know, we went from having you know Matt Holiday to cargo to Tulo right. to Arenado pretty like back to back, which shows that they must have something, but they also weren't able to keep any of those guys. And I it's think the, we're problem just... with the, the open market, man. It's in baseball, yeah. it has a weird thing where Players aren't getting paid in their most productive years. They're kind of getting paid as an afterthought, and it's just a really weird thing that I haven't really thought of much. But that's just because it hurts so many of my friends' feelings to see this horrible deal happen.
1: Oh, it was shocking. I was talking with Stephen Murley, and you know he's as a Cubs fan, fucking hates the Cardinals, and so he was just as pissed as probably all Rockies fans that the Cardinals got this deal. Got paid money
0: and gave up shit for it. I was more mad about that too. Like I said, the Cardinals is it's so stacked. Well, they and keep like for dudes. as little as I follow baseball, the Cardinals might be my first and or second least favorite team in pro sports, right Dude, behind the it Bears. Me off
1: me. Yeah, no, I get it. Anyway, I would say it's weird. You know what does it matter though? And I and I hate to say that because you know guys. Big bats can't like get you over a hump by any means. And so does that make Cardinal like, and I know I just said like they're stacked, but like, I don't know if that makes them like the the favorite. I mean, the Dodgers are still the favorite. The Padres look great. Their pitching's phenomenal, but the Cardinals now are a legit threat in the NL Central. And yeah, man, I don't know. It's weird. The Rockies fall from grace fell hard and fast. Oh, wow. um, damn. It was quick. I also
0: thought when they signed him that, they shouldn't have if that made sense there was no indications that he was going to stay even then and i think Uh another thing that's being weirdly not reported and you can back me up it sounds like he had an out clause after the 21 season correct yes he does yeah he still does a bigger deal that they're like people i can't believe they traded him two years into a deal it's like yeah he also had an opt-out clause so yeah it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna stick there yeah, $50 million in the process. It's just- I
1: don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I don't know a lot about the minor leaguers they got, so I am just kind of going off what Tony said. But who the fuck knows, man? Maybe there was somebody in the Rockies organization that fucking had a heart on for one of those dudes. And to be fair, they do a really good job of scouting. They, Like you said, they have a lot of homegrown dudes that did really well and turned into guys. So maybe that's what they're hoping for.
0: We'll see.
1: Anyway, let's go back to football.
0: Yeah, so the big game is coming up this weekend, which Mm -hmm. I say the big game at jest because it's like you're starting to see all the commercials now where they say the big game is coming up where it's clear that the words Super Bowl are trademarked. So, like, no one can say the actual words. But we got the big game coming up. We got the goat versus the baby goat. Uh huh. And uh, so this episode, we brought Kube back and we just recorded that and we just talked about prop bets and it was so much fucking fun.
1: Yeah. I'm excited for you guys to hear about that. I think we're going to end up turning into a betting podcast. Absolutely.
0: We are the game is
1: re- 100% my favorite fucking part about this.
0: It's, it's one of those things that, and it is just becoming more and more widely available. And so mm-hmm. it's just a matter of time and really it just is more interesting. And I honestly enjoy gambling more than I enjoy fantasy sports anyway. <sighs> But it because fantasy affects the way I watch the game because I root for specific players over like, right. outcomes. And
1: gambling is the outcome.
0: Yeah, and so I've always just liked it more because I'm still rooting, but it doesn't – I want the Chiefs to score. I don't want Travis Kelsey to score. Yeah, it gets weird. And when so, they're on
1: the goal line and you're like, okay, it's fine if Patrick Mahomes throws it or hands it off but he can't throw it to Kelsey or to Hartman. And like, it's gotta be, yeah. Shit like yeah that,
0: so but. the shit gets old. So the gambling three return, we had a nice little fun episode through some <laughs> golfing at the end, but I it really
1: stop listening once that starts. Cause that's the last bit of it, but <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know, man. It was just cool talking about these little ones. And again, uh, I yeah. get weirder with it than, well, all the ones I wrote down, but in the end, like I said, you and him just kind of trump me in knowledge. So you just bring up like good ones. Like he has he talks about Levante David in there, and like that's a hell of no, a really and it's yeah. for a guy that I love. So I'll absolutely throw money on that down.
1: The Sounds next great. step
0: for me is I'll gotta figure out just like how I want to do percentages with like what I throw down beforehand and in-game. Mm-hmm. And this was something I was gonna do with the three of us that I forgot. But so as anybody that listens knows, I'm unemployed at the moment. But so what I'm going to do is I'm going to pay for this using residuals. Yay. And I haven't opened these up because I just, I don't. So like, I'm just curious what I'm going to have to throw around.
1: It's going to be like 37 cents, $1.28.
0: So I got $21.63 as a oh, shit. coming from fresh off the boat. Ah, So we got that one. So that'll be good. okay another 20th century fox so that means it'll be fresh off the boat into our people vs. oj oh shit and i got another 138 dollars 47 from the people vs. oj
1: oh damn we're getting real this weekend buddy
0: that's gonna pay for my gas to denver as well
1: okay well then <laughs> shit
0: yeah, doesn't so matter. You're only betting like $47. Okay, so um, that's good. No, that is yeah. helpful because I have some money to play around with. So basically, like yeah. I said, you had told mentioned this in the – can I not make dollar bets? I don't think so. Mine's a minimum of five. Uh-oh. <laughs> so basically, and Ooh. I'll see what FanDuel allows, but I'm going to have to figure out what my fives are, what my ones are, and if I decide to throw X amount big on right. anything. Gotcha. Cool, well, we will talk on the Super Bowl
1: and then everybody listening can hear us talk about all those prop bets in a second. But you had mentioned before too, let's quick dive into the Matthew Stafford. Oh, see, I already situation. forgot about that. You
0: heard me wrapping yeah. shit up and I already forgot. Yeah, so the previous episode we put out, I called it the quarterback carousel and mm-hmm. the first bit of that- Domino, job, yeah. Domino, thank you for, I couldn't find the word. The Rams, <laughs> which we probably figured were gonna be the first teams to do it, went with Matt wow. Matt Stafford for Jared Goff plus two first round picks and a third. And I think that's
1: a great deal for both teams.
0: Sure. I have changed I am not as high on Goff as you are. It's and not only that, it's still two first round picks. And yes, I thought it know, was a massive move for the Rams to make. So let me yes. change what we're saying. You're right now that I've talked myself around it. It is a good move for both teams because the lions are clearly in a rebuilding phase. They got, they just signed their head coach, their new head coach to a six year deal, which means they're clearly looking for rebuilding. They're Mm going to have a couple firsts they're going to have, you know, and it's, and then for the, and they did right by Stafford. And also the Rams get an upgraded quarterback.
1: Yep. And the Rams first round picks for them are going to be in the late first rounds, especially now that they have Stafford. I mean, you got to assume, If they don't make the playoffs, it's they're going to be like the eight seed. So, I mean, they're not going to be picking in the top five or the top ten. But chances are that team's going to be a playoff team for the next three or four years with Stafford. Yeah. I just think Stafford and and, uh, McVay together and, you know, they'll... And that's the thing people are like, well, they keep giving up first round picks and like, and they keep making the fucking playoffs. They clearly
0: don't value them. And I'm with you. It clearly works. Their last first round pick was golf. (laughs) So, Um, you know, it works. It's happening. And they, I mean,
1: they've gotten to the super bowl. They've won a playoff game this year. I mean, it's yeah. That's what you're in this league for is to win. And so I look at it and I say, 100% go for it. There are people that are like, we gave up too much. And I'm like, you had to give up a first round pick just for his contract. Number one.
0: So that's
1: that. So like you consider that that
0: like the wash right there. Yeah.
1: Like one, like for how big is con nobody wanted that contract. So that's that. And then the other first round pick and a third round pick for Matt Stafford, 100% that's fair you've got a guy in his prime that's got at least four more years of elite level football
0: yeah and- it'd feel a little bit better if he was like 30 or 31 as compared to 33 but with that being said you see quarterbacks now like our guys rogers breeze yeah. brady that are playing into their fucking 40s so that's not as big a deal if they can keep him healthy and sean McVay finally has a guy that can throw it over the top like stafford yeah. has just a fucking cannon man
1: totally no it's it's going to spread the feel for him. And it, and I'll say this, if like, obviously we don't know, but the assumption is he's going to be an upgrade over Goff. If for some reason it does not work and well, he's awful for whatever reason that is. I mean, McVeigh's gambling on that with his job.
0: Like, but this was going to be another thing I said is we're going to, we're going to find that out. The question mark of Matt Stafford, Matthew, excuse me, will finally sure. be revealed, I guess, whether he's good or not because in today's nfl there are guys that fill up stat sheets that's just the way it yeah, is see that guy right yeah and know, so we'll we'll see and we'll see quickly which is nice because right. the rams you know right now their defense is good and so we'll be able to see theoretically super quickly whether matt stafford is what we would call a dude or not and i like that it's gonna be fun i can't wait but hey let's let's get into some betting
1: and bring our our cube chat on what was it we're the the gambly the gambly three, th- the gambly three. i like it um, also gambling. i just wanted to give you an extra like 10 seconds of work and editing as uh-huh. a gift from me to you Ooh. and say washington <laughs> and we'll see really? you guys on the flip side
0: all right buddy yeah absolutely i have to bleep that out because it is and also thank you because that's a fun joke enjoy your super bowl my brother we sure. turn post super bowl we can kind of yeah. wrap up the season and yeah. we will go from there so i'm thank sure you. we'll be texting an immense amount on sunday have fun in your backyard watch party and uh we'll chat soon mm-hmm. We got Michael Kubitschek back with us. We're ready to do some gambling. What I've self-proclaimed us as the Gambly Three after the last one. I like it. Yeah, it's better because, like, I listen to the Simmons podcast and they have the degenerate trifecta. And like, Ron, you and I used the word Gambly last time, so that's yeah. like that's what it's going to be. For sure. Um, now we get Gambly on the show. <laughs> we get so Gambly. All right, Super Bowl betting and props. I'm very excited. I'm crossing state lines to do it legally. You two will use your illegal apps. It's great. First basic question is just allegedly uh, illegal app. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. To clarify there. Theoretic. All right, who are you guys gonna go with? We'll just go off the top right now on Fanduel. It's at three. Ron, you said what you're using is three and a half still. I think it is. It's back to three. Okay, Coop, what do you got? Is it three as well?
2: Yeah, I got it at three right now. Looks like. Cool.
0: I'm just. I'm doing what I was afraid I was. Gonna, I'm gonna go with the the, the Bucks at plus three. I just love Tom Brady too much and I'd much rather sleep at night knowing <laughs> that I put money back with the guy whose story I'll appreciate more. And as far as I'm concerned, as long as like he's not going up against the Vikings, I'll want him to win every year he's in the NFL. And then Patrick Mahomes can be that guy afterwards. I just appreciate greatness. So like let's fucking see it shooting mountains, right?
1: Oh no, for sure. I I hear you. I just don't think he's the better quarterback. Like if he was playing like he was against the Falcons that year, like right now, I'd be like, so okay, shot. Cool, I'd appreciate it, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: What about that Falcons game? Let's talk about that for a little bit. Like
1: son of a bitch. Why you got to bring that up? <laughs> oh, no, dude, It's He's not like, I mean, he's a leader for sure. And, but he's not wowing anyone like there. I was kind of shocked that it was only three when it came out. So I put a ton of money on it and by a ton, I mean, for me, like 25 bucks. (laughs) um, Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Right on three. And it went up to three and a half. And I was happy about that, that I got it at three. But I don't know, man. That It's it's just, there's too much, there's too many people just going off of the fact that you don't bet against Tom Brady. Like, there are people betting just because Tom Brady's playing. And to me, that means that all the value is on the other side.
0: And you were mentioning how you're just kind of surprised that the line hasn't moved at all either. I mean, it went
1: up a half point and then back down. But like, so, so I read a little bit more today. We were talking off air and the fact that that one dude, like the furniture store owner in Houston had like a three and a half million dollar bet or some shit. Flew into Colorado for it. Yeah. And then somebody else I think was like 2.7 and, and both were on the bucks. But then I I read, too, that 82% of bets coming in have been on Kansas City. So it kind of evens it out, Uh I guess. I just think your casual better is going to look at this and be like, you know, or someone that bets that doesn't even know anything about football is just going to go like, oh, Tom Brady, I'm betting on him. And so, I don't know. That's that's where my head's at. Plus, I I just think they're much better and can score at will. And the Tampa Bay's secondaries – While they've been playing well the last couple weeks, I just think Kansas City's going to light them up.
0: Coop, what are you going to do? You think? Yeah,
2: I'm with you. I I think Kansas City boat races (laughs) them.
0: I'm kind of worried about that. I I don't think
2: it's. I think it's going to be like 48-24 Chiefs. I don't think it's going to be close at all.
0: Really? I yeah. I I don't see how
2: they're going to stop Kansas City. That their machine.
0: I had forgotten about the regular season game. And so I was at the gym today and they were showing again that Tyreek had what like two ten in the first half.
1: I played him that day. Yeah. I played against him in fantasy that day. It was just fucking ridiculous.
0: I forgot all about that game. And that was such a complete and total ass whooping. And that worries me a little bit. But because- I mean,
1: it what was the ending score? Three points, too? Like, I mean, granted, regular season, they just wanted to win the game. They don't give a shit, you know. And you know, Tampa came back, but it still didn't feel like they were gonna win that game.
0: I'll be damned. All right, well, you heard it here. Bucks mm-hmm. on me. I'm kind of with you, Coop. I would be mad
2: if the Bucks won. I think it's a better story.
0: And, and yeah, obviously I go for storylines because I'm a sucker.
2: But, hey, I just – dude, I don't think Tampa's played that well. Like
0: they played yeah, they better. Scored,
2: what, they scored 30-something against Green Bay, but a lot of that was they had to go 20 yards each time.
0: Yeah. Yep. Green Bay lost that game. For sure. Yeah,
2: I just uh, –
0: good luck, man.
2: I think it's going to be <laughs> ugly fast.
1: Cool. The the other thing is, is I like to always pretend that Vegas, like whatever Vegas is rooting interest in, is probably the outcome. Like they're not in the business of losing money. And I've been hearing for weeks that they would lose a ton of cap on futures bets because of everybody that just threw in on Tampa when Tom Brady was rumored to go there. Yeah. So
0: there's people that got in at sixty (laughs) to one.
1: Fucking crazy. So, yeah, there's no way they – if they have any say, and if Vegas has any say in the outcome of the game, Tampa Bay is not what it is.
0: Yeah. What are your gentlemen's histories with prop bets then? What do you like to do? Do you do a lot of them, you know, because there's just so, one game? Is that a reason why they're so popular? I think,
2: I think they're popular, and this especially, because you get the weird ones, right? You get mm-hmm. the Gatorade color, heads or tails, the national anthem. I always bet tails, by the way. Okay. Just – always that's what I, I take tales
0: i've been a Tails guy too
2: you know the national anthem who knows i have one on mine that's like after the opening kickoff will jim nance or tony romo mentioned sarah thomas before there's a score in the game oh my god
0: wow. real quick who's sarah thomas she's the she's a sideline
2: reporter right or no she's a referee oh, that's right she's the first oh, so will they mention
0: referee. her yep. for a touchdown is scored i yeah. think
2: that's easy money <laughs> the first yeah. thing they're gonna say once it kicks off is this is like Sarah Thomas making history it's Uh minus 145 that's easy money I'm betting that
0: do you like easy money ones Coop or do you like long odds
2: I like them all dude hopefully any gambler you talk to likes easy money otherwise I question their sanity
1: yeah yeah touche (laughs) yeah the other the thing that I noticed especially with this year is because you've got two quarterbacks that are headlining that are the storyline of the Super Bowl is you gotta, I don't see a world where one of these teams wins and Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady doesn't win the MVP. So if you like either of those dudes, or if you like whatever team you like, you pick the dude that's, that's throwing for him because I mean, unless you get another crazy Tyree kill game or, you know, I don't know, Leonard Fournette touchdowns. It's just, I mean, both guys spread the ball around and I don't, it just does, doesn't make sense to me that one of them doesn't win it. And if it's close between them and them and someone else, they're going to give it to them. That's sound logic.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, there's, it would have to be, like you said, Tyreek goes for two hundred and three touchdowns. Someone's yeah. going to need three touchdowns in order to get it. So, so I look at like, if you think Kansas city is going to win,
1: like you might as well go with Patrick Mahomes as the MVP, or if you think Tampa is going to win, you go with Tom Brady's MVP.
0: Touche. And then do you do that separately or do you parlay some of that together?
1: I mean, I'd parlay it at that point.
0: I'd parlay the fuck out of that. (laughs) You know? Wait, wait.
2: wait, wait. What are you guys saying? You would parlay those two prop bets?
0: No, no, no. I'm saying,
1: like, if you think Kansas City's going to win, like, take Kansas City and then also, as Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. Okay, that makes sense. I thought you were trying to parlay those two prop bets together. I was like, boys, that don't work. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying, like, if you're, if you're, like, fucking Kansas City's winning this game, like, I don't know why you're just sitting on the you know the one thing like go ahead and, and maybe even take the money line because that would be the only other thing is you know maybe they're down you know freaking 13 late and they get a field goal they get the ball back and get lucky with a touchdown and they only lose by three like yeah. possible but but yeah man I would double that up in this game especially
0: yeah I'm with you storyline wise there's no way Mahomes or Brady doesn't win it unless like our guy Sue ends up with like three or four sacks some fumbles our guy yeah where did he go to college the university of nebraska what's up
2: fucking shit show university is what it is dude (laughs) right
0: right now it's really it makes me sad we're the we're the best team the best power five conference at losing players right now
2: uh technically no if you look around everybody's losing players yeah
0: like the big 10 as a whole is averaging like nine people a school is it really Mm -hmm. that makes me feel a little better then because that means i need to look at some other schools but like so I'm thinking, whoa, is me. Granted, we lost, you know, every one that meant anything other than Adrian Martinez. But I disagree though,
2: not to get off on a college football tangent, but a slot receiver doesn't define any college offense in college. No.
0: In uh, Wondell is so one like, too. Like...
2: He don't mean anything.
0: And he actually like went to Kentucky too. So he like said what he was going to do. So I was, all, I was all right with that one.
2: Yeah. Uh, and I think Luke McCaffrey's trash. So I do I too. Understand. I said that from the moment he so, played a game last year.
0: Cade warner was the one that bothered me get him off the team dude bitch he was a captain
2: <laughs> who cares you're just like every other nebraska fan you want all these walk-ons they don't win football games i
0: want kurt warner's kid
2: no you don't <laughs> he dropped two touchdowns they hit him straight in the chest
0: get him out uh yeah no his playing time like slid so much that it made Should've. sense so um, here real quick uh cheers gentlemen cheers oh yeah
2: that's why i've been walking
0: around i had to get myself something to drink yeah no i generally don't drink during the week but uh since this was the occasion i was like i better crack open a tall boy oh boy but rod no i totally see and it just shows where you guys are already thinking light years ahead of me on which ones will be correct and just get you money i look at ones it's like pick six at plus a thousand it's fun i know throw a dollar down and i'm just out here throwing one dollar bills around for a while. I mean
1: you can't throw a dollar down, but yeah.
0: What was another fun one? First offensive play is a safety. Ten thousand to one.
1: Is it ten thousand to one or is it ten thousand to a hundred?
0: I don't even know. I guess yeah you guys I don't I don't know fractions. Math is not it be a thousand to one.
1: Thousand yeah.
0: to one then okay so plus ten thousand is a thousand to one. right yeah okay good that's good to know because again I math really was throwing me off glad we got that <laughs> Yeah, no worries. Real quick, Gronk over under 31 and a half? I'm going over. Possible. I mean, he's so a like, dude, but
2: God, he doesn't. He looks slower than I am. Yes. Uh-huh.
0: He's blocking. They, they keep saying like he's blocking super well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think in the in the Super Bowl if if Tom Brady's down and he's struggling hitting open receivers, he may try to go to a an old friend as like yeah. a security blanket. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I like that. The prop I like as far as like the totals, Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards is 19
1: and
2: a half. The over there, but again, it makes me a little nervous, but it seems like he's going to get that. I mean, two scrambles from him and he's there, but unless they start sacking him a ton, which I don't think they will. So I like that. I like him over 19 and a half rushing.
0: Yeah, do sacks counter in on rushing yards though? For a quarterback, yes. Because I know kneel downs at the end do. Sacks do too. Okay, man, his run last year was the best play of the fucking game, though. Yeah, there's some great ones there. Any player to? Hey, run? I think
1: the uh, I think the biggest prop bet here, though, for me, is the uh the puppy bowl winner, because you're getting odds at minus one thirty five and then plus one hundred five.
0: Okay. So
1: to me, I think it's a coin flip.
0: Yeah, obviously
1: course. taking team fluff at <laughs> plus one hundred five.
0: Could you? You should. Can you parlay that as well?
1: i don't know if i would but yeah sure i guess if you're that if you're that
0: if you're that excited about, about team fluff it's not a terrible idea
1: yeah it's just so many people are betting on team rough and i don't know man yeah i like an underdog
0: <laughs> no you don't um, what does vegas want to happen that's the main thing <laughs>
1: right? Very true. right yeah I don't know. There's some fun ones here, so I've got like, will there be a flea flicker in the game?
0: You guys have so many better, more fun options than I do.
1: Yeah. Will either kick or hit the upright or crossbar on a missed field goal? I have that one, one.
0: and I will definitely put action on that.
1: Mm -hmm. Will either will any player be ejected for throwing a punch or fighting? I got to feel like that's a giant no, right? Mm -hmm. Massive. I agree. Like it. I mean, the odds aren't good. It's like minus two thousand, but. I don't – I don't know. I mean, I guess you've got guys like Leonard Fournette and <laughs>
0: – What does that mean? I
1: don't know. She can get chippy.
0: <laughs> what do you think results of the first coach's
2: challenge? Oh, that's a good one. Super Bowl, I have to think they win just because you're not going to challenge as freely.
0: That makes sense. <clears throat> and, yeah, so call stands or confirmed is minus 120. Call overturned is minus 105. So that's a little different than – yeah. So, Coop, are you saying you think it'd be confirmed? Or yeah. Or would so be-
2: I, I would think first one would be confirmed. I think they win the challenge. So, first yeah. challenge they win. Just because Super Bowl, you're not trying to blow that. So, I would say.
1: Overturn. First coach's challenge wins. So, so my, then, yeah. are, you,
0: are you thinking that would be an overturn, though? It oh, you're to to thinking.
1: Challenge it. If you're challenging it.
0: Well, it would be, be like a
1: pass, too, though. Yeah. Yeah, it'd have to be overturned. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's minus 105. And then who's the first team to use a coach's challenge? Both at minus 115. I thought
1: they See, I just think the refs, uh, it could be that too, but I was going to say the refs tend to favor Tom Brady. So
0: Here we know. go, Coob, if you're really feeling it, will either team be shut out?
2: No, there, it's not going to be a <laughs> shutout. I know. Now, I can tell you what I will bet, though. I will be betting that Kansas City wins by a certain amount, which will be like that. 12 yeah, to what, are you, what are, 18,
0: are you thinking there?
2: 12 to 18. Let me pull it
1: up real quick. Yeah. I was looking. They've got these bets, too, where it's like what you think the final score is going to be.
0: Those and, are the ones that are very exciting.
1: <laughs> like, that one's – I mean, you could win – God, there's some weird – you can't get every score, though. I'm, like, looking through. Oh, you can – Okay. I got it. Others on request. So I have to like message them and tell them I want a different score than what they have listed. That's bullshit.
0: Coop. What was the, what'd you say that first time around 40, what? For which one? For Kansas city. Like how many points did you say they would get? Oh, I think it's going to be like, like
2: 42, 27 ish.
0: 42, 27 ish. Yeah. What about this one? Will there be any points scored within the first minute
2: Oh, see, that
0: one's always tasty, but I don't think so. You don't think so? And then this side agrees at minus (laughs) 3,500.
1: I think it might be another one of those where they're feeling each other out at first. The thing for Tampa is they know they have to take – they have to keep the game, they have to shorten the game, and they have to play with a lead because if Kansas City gets a lead on them, they're going to be chasing them the whole game.
0: Real quick, I'm going to return to this one more time. Coop, what would you say that score, Forty two twenty seven. Forty two twenty seven. 42-27. 42-27. Fuck! It doesn't go to forty-two. That's what I said.
1: The one that I have doesn't. You have to like message them. You can do any score you want.
0: Okay, like forty-one twenty-seven. No, no, we're no, not feeling 41's that. 40
2: not really a football number, dude.
0: Yeah. Fuck. So can I can. Mean, be- it <laughs> is.
1: It's just tough you just to want to there. click a button. I know. I get it.
0: I would have done exactly what Coop said, and then I would have sent him all of the money. Not all. We would have got he would have gotten something. He would have gotten a bottle of
1: some brown liquor. Yeah, he would
0: have gotten a bottle of brown liquor, but like I'm down with a nice cut, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. It only goes to 41. That fucking sucks. For that one, then like how much money would you guys throw towards like really super stupid long shots and shit like that?
2: i usually put like five bucks on them so like those like thousand to ones i usually put like five bucks or something just planning that i'm gonna
0: lose it all but that's the point but if you happen to hit one like it makes the whole night worth it yeah then it's
2: like oh that's sweet
0: and then another question i was gonna have for you guys how much koob in-game stuff would you do do you think how
2: much yes oh that's the best part about the super bowl you just live bet the whole thing
0: so you do a lot then because i've never done live bets like before so i'm trying to figure out how much i want to do what and then is it mainly just like scoring shit or is it next play stuff or like what do you what is it you like
2: so normally it's like yeah you can so you can get a little bit of everything right you can get like next drive a touchdown you know is there a turnover on the next drive the total so the game total differs throughout the game as well right so let's say that Kansas city goes up 10, nothing real fast. The line on the game will change to like Kansas city minus 14. So then yeah. if you still think Tampa is going to keep it close, you can lie bet Tampa at like plus 14, try and get some money.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you tend to I mean, yourself a lot, or do you tend to go against yourself a lot? Would you say?
2: No, I tend to try and just rack it up, dude. <laughs> yeah, I get that.
0: Ron, what or about whatever you?
2: the group's doing like, so a lot of times we watch the super bowl, there's a big group, right? And everybody gambles. Mm-hmm. So you everybody knows going in you bet the group and so that's fine. so much more fun that way if you got a group of guys betting now you're all losing and winning together
0: and that's what so i'll be with my boy tony and we're gonna feed each other super hard into that
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah it's the best way to do it cool are you are you getting with a, a group this time around uh-huh <laughs> ron doesn't yeah ron can't COVID's bigger in california
1: uh we're doing a little group outside
0: brian's house oh see that'll be great though and yeah. his backyard's fucking perfect. And the weather's yeah, great. I for sure. And a half hours scooping snow today. That blows. <laughs> um, hey, quick
1: question for you. what What's your take on the over-under? Because I I did pretty well in the playoffs, especially in the beginning of them. Not so well last week. But over-unders, I, I don't think I got a single one the entire playoffs. I was good at picking the games, but just fucking over-unders, I suck balls. So what, what do you got? Mine's 56. I got 55 and a half.
2: I think it goes over. Like I said, I think I think Kansas City's scoring forty at least. Yeah. So that means you need Tampa to score you sixteen. I think they can probably do that. Especially it's in Tampa too at the end of the day, but I think the over's there. I I think Kansas City's gonna score, Tom. They may get it by themselves.
0: (laughs) Since you brought it up on the last time you're on, I haven't betted under since. Yeah, it ain't no fun betting the under, dude. No, why the fuck would I do that? And then Ron would be texting me with his perceived Nostradamus thoughts. He goes, "Ooh, this game's going under." And I'm like, "I don't care. I would never click that button."
1: I was so on on like like that Browns game was kind of freaky, huh?
0: Stop it! You're feeling yourself too hard on that.
1: There's a nice pick. Nice pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, if your theory on all this is that it's just going to be rocked, so there's one that's like quarterback to be sacked first. So you take Brady on that. Yeah. I know I would too on that one, actually.
1: I, just, I mean, it's, it's weird because I think I was listening to SportsZone the other day and they were talking about how if you were going to take these teams and just line them up and you had like, you know, a backyard pick them style, just who you're going to take on your team, you'd have a lot of Kansas City Chiefs at first, but ultimately you'd start picking a ton of the Tampa Bay Bucks as far as like your whole team. And, like, so basically, overall, they have a better team than Kansas City. But the difference is is you've got, like, four or five special dudes on Kansas City that – and I think the thing that Tom Brady always had going for him was he had so much experience and the other side didn't. And this year, it's like this is a Chiefs team that's running it back and that's facing not as good of a defense and not as good of a running game. And I just – yeah, they're they're going to fucking –
2: Yeah. Now, I say all that, you know, I I am going to be 0% surprised if Tom Brady wins another trophy, though. Yeah. I don't see it happening. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: can tell from, like, all the media day shit, too, that Kansas City is so fucking relaxed right now. And they're not worried about a thing. Do you guys hear about the prank they played on Sherman, that fullback? Uh Uh-uh. He's apparently a dude that's all about his truck and is hugely in love with his truck and has customized it out and all this shit. And like they figured out a way into his phone and right before practice, he posted it like on Twitter saying like, I'm going to donate this truck to a specific charity to fight like sex trafficking. And then they like changed his passcode, locked that shit up. And they did it right before practice, like while he was getting taped up. So all of a sudden it starts happening out like while he's on the field. And they're being like, oh, that's really nice by your truck. And he's like, what the fuck is going on? And then he went back into the locker room, couldn't get into his phone to take it down because they had changed the passcode on it. And so now it's like this deal where he's got to decide whether he has to legit let his truck go for like, and Travis Kelsey is in like, for everyone who puts in money for this truck, I'll donate 2,500 like signed jerseys and shit like that. Yeah. Huge deal. But they're doing this like the week of the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the team just is so confident knowing what they're doing. Yeah,
2: Yeah, dude, and they're just they're so good.
0: They're so good. And they know I I'm sure Coop you've heard this enough too. Are they not the golden state type team right now of the NFL?
2: Oh yeah, I think I think absolutely.
0: Because they can score at will. And now they got this young core that and the fucking dopest coach ever that's gonna lead them for you know, so it's barring injuries again. They're gonna be the favorites every year forever.
2: Well, no, they're going to hit the salary. They're going to they're going to have cap problems in the next year or two. That's just that's why the NFL is the NFL. I mean, no team can. The, that's why the Patriots are so good. Yes, that's what, you'll never see the Patriots again because of the salary cap. So the fact they did it with the salary cap's incredible. But Kansas City's not going to be able to afford to pay Tyreek, Kelsey, Mahomes. You're not going to be able to pay all those guys, and you're going to have to get a new left tackle eventually. You're just not going to be able to pay all those guys max contracts,
0: and then have enough to have. A, field another team. Here's a fun hypothetical, which one of those and it's not Mahomes obviously, who's gone first? Tyreek or Kelsey then? Tyreek. I agree. Kelsey's I think too important. I man. think Kelsey's yeah and that uh what is it?
2: Who's the other receiver? Them Hardman? Yeah. I mean, he's he's a speedster just like Tyreek, so that they're fine. Yeah.
0: Who's going to over uh, how much does people overpay for Tyreek?
2: I don't think the Chiefs will let him go, but I'm sure somebody will
0: overpay the shit out of him. Yeah. I I hadn't thought of that, to be honest with you, but you're right because that's just kind of what ends up happening is dudes need to get paid, but with the salary cap, you can uh, only do so much. So then – Well, prime example is look at the Cowboys. They
2: had such a good roster and then they had to pay everybody.
0: Right. Which is why you always hear like the teams that are on quarterback rookie deals. This is why they have to go for it at the time. So Mahomes, he re-signed recently though, didn't he?
2: I can't remember if he did or he'll sign this offseason, but he's going yeah. to get a huge deal.
0: Massive. He's like the forty or $50 million dude. Yeah, he will be. I don't know. Is there anything else in particular you guys would want to talk about or go over? I'm trying to
2: think here. What else? I So I'm betting the overs. I'm betting Kansas City. I'm betting
0: tails. Gatorade color. Tough.
2: That's going to be a game-time decision for me on the end. Yeah,
0: you're going to have to wait. What's your gut telling? What is the over-under you have set? 117
1: seconds. I have a minute 59. So... Do you have a minute
2: 59?
1: Yeah, it's 119 So
2: you're, you have, you're just two seconds longer than... Two seconds is a big difference, though.
1: It's a huge fucking deal. Except last year, it was like everybody was counting on the fact that it was going to be under, and she ended up going like nine seconds over.
0: Yeah, I remember. There was big leakage problems with that last year. So I do have what
2: we'd consider a lock for the weekend oh okay
0: let's fucking it let me write this down bet.
2: and it's not a prop bet you said. so levante david yeah levante david over and tackles at seven and a half you get even money there's no juice that to me is the lock of the game as far as wagers go
0: over seven and a half tackles yep yeah, fuck yeah. What about like for do they have anything for Devin He's White? He's gonna be
2: the guy covering Kelsey. Yeah, Devin White's at nine and a half, but his uh you pay a little more juice there. It's like minus one thirty-five.
0: Mm-hmm. Could you tell Ron real quick where Levante David went to college? Yeah. Uh uh
2: uh Juco in Kansas. Yeah, there Sports you go. That,
0: that's the real one. Now Ron, I think didn't realize how powerful Nebraska football was till he started meeting me and knowing how many pros we got out there.
1: No, I knew that. Nebraska football just wasn't powerful until they got to the NFL.
0: So, okay. right, There's something to be said about that, man. It's a valid point. There's been a lot of – the fact that Josh Kalu is, like, still playing on an NFL roster just shows, like, some of the dudes that were left behind. Tells you how bad a coaching we've had. <laughs> I it I look back at, like, because a couple of my buddies – and I guess, like, did you get to know any of the guys being around campus? Did you go to UNL? <laughs> no. But I did know some of the guys. Yeah, where'd you go? Southeast, dude. And you finish, yeah, see, should have. I would have saved a ton of money for a degree I didn't end up ultimately getting. Exactly. So (laughs) much cheaper. It's weird, like, because I got to know a bunch of the offensive linemen. And so, like, some of those dudes were sitting, and now Brent Qualley's still in the league. And I'm like, that dude didn't even start for a year or two. I was like, what's going on? Tell you, man, Nebraska's just bad, dude. We're just bad. We're bad. I don't want to talk about it, though. Uh, you're right, though, on that Levante David one. I'll I'll go for that. Love that one. Very. Love awesome.
2: that. It's I got a couple others here. What else did I take?
0: Honestly, yeah, yes, I'll sir. fucking write down anything you got. Locks. So I wouldn't call him. I
2: just took a couple other. Like, I liked Mike Evans, his over under 64 and a half yards receiving. I took that. Patrick Mahomes, over rushing yards, 19 and a half. Yeah. And then I'll probably take Travis Kelsey to score first half touchdown. That's a good one, too. So, I mean, one of those has to
0: hit. I can't go 0 for 4. (laughs) Ron, have you been picking any?
1: I'm definitely, so my Bovada, like my internet's not working on it, and it's just not loading, so I'll have to look at it again later. But I like this idea of, like, finding a parlay where everything just makes sense for what I think is going to happen, like taking the over, taking the Chiefs, taking Mahomes to win the MVP, and just, like, parlaying that up. So I was You're like, cool.
0: Is over under set at 4.5, four and a half tackles.
2: Ooh, like that too, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he'll be everywhere. Yeah. The reason I love Levantes is
2: because he's going to be covering Kelsey the whole game. And mm-hmm. I, I have to imagine that Kelsey's going to get at least six or seven catches. So it should be an easy four to six tackles right there alone.
0: Do you like um, any of the defensive ends for sacks or anything like that? Uh, I don't know, man. I just get
2: it's hard to tell. Like, Tampa's DN has been playing well, but I mean, playing against Mahomes and that offense is a whole other story because he mm-hmm. can get it out so quick. And then, and then you know, on the other
1: side too, Tom Brady doesn't hold on to it long. He doesn't take no. Stands. That's the huge can't. thing
2: about Brady is he does. And if he like, he'll throw it away. If he sees something, he'll just throw it away. He won't even mess around. Yeah. Especially in the Super Bowl, like he he's gonna be it's going to be hard to get, unless you get him from behind, then
0: you're going to get a sack. But
2: so no, I don't really like much on the sacks as far as like player props and who's going
0: to have them. Ron, do you got any yards, players, shit like that? Cause the more we talk about it, you're right. The more that's the stuff that I'm going to be interested in. Right. Touchdown or sack first. Touchdown. Ooh. I think so too. Touchdown. First drive. Kansas city mm-hmm. gets it. Yep. Yeah. Right, right there. <laughs>
1: And And honestly, I could also see Tampa because I mean, they're the type of team that is going to figure out their first drive and their two minute offense more than anything leading up to the Super Bowl. So I could see Tampa Bay getting it first and having a good long first drive and scoring, but then that being fucking it. So,
2: yeah, yeah, I mean, I, and I could see I just Tampa may hang around for the first half, but eventually I just think Kansas yeah. City way too much for sure. And
1: they score in bunches. They go on runs like basketball teams. The way that Tom, the way that the Bucks and Tom Brady have been winning has been controlling the ball and having a lead. Mm-hmm. I just – I don't think Tom Brady – and if you watched him in the playoffs last year, like he doesn't have the ability to like make that kind of comeback. And maybe – again, I could be fucking eating my words here. But if anything, it seems like he's just getting better at managing a game and being a leader – and less is amazing at making shit happen. And so if they're down, they're fucked.
2: Yeah, I just, I I mean, I think you saw it against Green Bay. He threw a few picks and they still won because, again, they just had to go like 10 yards to score a touchdown each time. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't look like that. Good. You throw two picks against Kansas City, they're scoring 70.
1: And they played a <laughs> shitty, I mean, New Orleans had one of the worst games they had all season. And then yeah, they played, played terrible. They, they kind of had a cakewalk in. And it's weird saying that because they they played Green Bay, who I thought was gonna, I thought Green Bay was gonna boat race them two weeks ago, but it, yeah, they
2: played like shit. So I uh, I liked Green Bay up until I read. So Russ he writes for a sports betting website now. Yeah. His better to like year was Tampa Bay plus three in Green Bay, and there was no way I was going against that. You What does he got now? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think he'll probably publish something. Probably tomorrow. Hang on here. Let me pull it up.
0: Yeah. What's his fucking Twitter account again? Let me pull it up for you real quick. So
2: if you follow him on Twitter, it's at Rusty underscore Bill. That's right. And then he writes for lineups. And then his, so his gambling account is at Anchor Wins. You'll see it in the header of his Twitter bio. Yeah. But yeah, I'd follow him because the guys, he finished in the the Westgate pick, Westgate pick em. He was 132nd out of, like, 3,000 entries.
0: For this for this season? Yes. Good for him, because I know that he's done that every year. Yep. You're right. Has he published anything this week? No. Oh. I don't think so this week. He'll put it on his Twitter when he does. Yeah.
2: Dope. Well, I'm going to fucking pay attention to that, too. Dude, I, I mean, I pay attention to him for, dude, he's sick with hockey. He's real good with hockey. <laughs> And he has some golf bets too, dude. Just he's he's super smart, so he knows what he's doing. So yeah, um, he doesn't he definitely worth the follow on on all those.
0: He platforms. isn't near as emotional as my ass, actually. Coop, before I let you go, then real quick, you bring up a good point, and this was something I had in my notes that I forgot about right now. Since sure. I be in Colorado, I might throw some future shit down. Right? Yep. What are your thoughts? Early thoughts on the Masters? Ooh,
2: I okay. Three guys, okay. <laughs> DJ again because he's Not insane. Sleep. Xander Shoffley.
0: And why is everyone hot on Shoffley right now,
2: dude? Have you seen the guy play? He's incredible.
0: I fucking love Xander Shoffley, but it's always like
2: he's straight and he, well. The problem that he hits his driver straight and he's sneaky long, and he's so good around the greens. And he's—I mm-hmm. mean—he's just solid all around. So, and my dark horse dude this year to win a major, scotty Scheffler. Let's see, He'll I get great value on him. He's going to be like 55, 60 to one, but Scotty
0: Scheffler is the dark horse of the year. And why? Oh, plus 5,000 at the masters.
2: Yep. 50 to one.
0: Is that, ha- see, I don't get fucking, I don't get.
2: Because don't- they're doing it. They're doing it in terms of if you were betting a hundred dollars, it's not, if you were betting. Oh, they
0: don't think about broke people. Okay. That makes exactly. sense. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's all money there, dude. So Scotty Scheffler. Okay. Yep. Yeah. What's ti- Tiger. Is it? plus 30 so then would that be 31 to 1 is that how i'd say that 3100 yeah
2: it'd be 31 to 1
0: okay interesting and then do you hate patrick reed yeah this guy's a fucking cheater i can't believe that <laughs> i can't uh, believe that happened and then the fact that he won easily by like five you know, really what'd like. do,
2: dude so and i guess i i shouldn't say so he had an embedded ball last week at tory pines and the ball bounced, which technically in the rules of golf, the ball bounces, you cannot get relief from an embedded life. It bounces now. It bounced, he didn't see it bounce. And the volunteer said that she didn't see. So I mean, I'm he fine. Did right. Everything to the but, rule book. Yeah, he did everything right. Just the only thing that's sketchy is when he kneels down like that, waits, and then picks it up. He's fine to pick his ball up right away. But the fact you kneel down, it's not so much that it's did you see his burner account? No. Oh my god dude pull up his twitter he got caught tweeting on a burner account when somebody had mentioned about like his sketchiness it's in all caps and he tweeted it from the wrong account they say his wife runs his twitter is this
0: the one but, where he talked about where rory did the exact same thing or whatever the yes. fuck? oh so that's yes. his
2: burner account so his wife's got a, his a burner account she tweets from too and she's like lighting people up like patrick's not cheating and it's not so much that it's i just think my disdain comes if you ever YouTube Patrick Reed like yells at cameraman, and he's over at an event in Europe, and I think it's maybe two years ago after he became like Captain America when he had that Sweet rider Cup. Uh-huh. But he's in an event in Europe, and he like stops before he's ready to hit this little chip shot, and looks at the cameraman and gives him like this really like really, and he goes, "You just lost your privileges to like follow me and stand behind me." He goes, "Move over there." He makes the cameraman move before he'll hit his chip shot because
0: he said the cameraman was jingling coins in his pocket so he just a he's just a tool bag the dude doesn't have it in his favor either because like no one on tour likes him either yeah and he used to wear that choker what yeah. no
2: <laughs> beautiful all
0: right Coop. any final thoughts words any of that shit nah man just uh good luck to tom
2: brady but he's gonna get destroyed
0: <laughs> Dude, thanks no. for coming back on. Yeah, I thanks, man. Good job. Enjoy me. the hell out of because you guys, yeah, just beat me over the head with this. Because as you see, and I'm all emotions over here, baby. So, that's all right. uh, like I said, we'll probably come back like in the fall. We can do some like season over unders, any of that sort of shit. This um, is just gonna turn into a betting podcast by oh, next year. eventually. Because that's Dude, what honestly,
2: it's, it's the way the world's going. going. You guys might as well.
0: Yeah, right. And that's really what we enjoy. And the the more Ron and I have done this, the more I realize like when it comes to sports. I've realized that, like, my part in our duo is more of like encyclopedic knowledge over X's and O's. (laughs) And I'm cool with that because everyone's always like, oh, you're so into sports. But it's just because I've always had such a great memory. Right. Even just like living with my pops the last few months, like, dude played, you know, D2 college football. His X's and O knowledge just fucking shatters mine and it like brings me down sometimes. But it just like, (laughs) I can remember. That's why I've always liked Brad, dude. (laughs) Yeah, he's good shit. So, all right, cool. Coop, we'll let you go. And thanks again. Have a lot of fun this weekend, gentlemen, and report back maybe next week how we did. All right. Take it easy, guys. See you, boys.